Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ivelisse, a.k.a. La Sicaria, a.k.a. the baddest bitch in the building from Lucha Underground. And you're listening to the Oversell Wrestling Podcast. It is episode 57, and we're talking to Dustin Five Star to get ready for Money in the Bank and looking back at NXT from the last week. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. And gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. And joining us to help us preview a little bit of Money in the Bank, and he's had a lot of great local stories here to tell, is our friend... Had to give him a little entrance music. So much more fun. (laughs) We are joined by the one... The only. He's not the guy. He is the real five-star guy, Dustin Five Star. Dustin, thanks, man, for coming back on. What's up, guys? Glad to be here. Hey, I did pretty good on the last uh, on the last pay-per-view, if you guys remember correctly. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 100% this time. <laughs> yeah, I think you did better on our show than you did on Cerritos, though, right? Yeah, I don't know. How does that happen? <laughs> it's the craziest I don't I don't thing. Do so well. Yeah, I don't do so well on there, but. Uh, when you guys said, "Oh, you're crazy," and I actually got some of them right for once. Yeah, it's uh, this. I think this actually has a chance to be a good card. I thought the build. I think the build up from a lot of it, you know, the storytelling has been great for it. And so, Mike, you got the card pulled up there. We can start going through it. Maybe my internet. <laughs> are you blaming my internet for bad <laughs> stuff again? I think I can. Uh, I think I can see most of it here. Okay. Uh, it's not in any order though. Okay, that's fine. Buying. That's fine. But it looks like uh, definitely on the pre-show now, I believe it is Apollo Crews and Sheamus. You know, as I don't know what to think of this match because I over Apollo Crews, to me, since he's been on the main roster, has been just a tad bit underwhelming. He had a good first couple weeks, and now he's just kind of background. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, I... I mean the guy's the guy is good. I don't know oh. that they put him in a you know a, a position really to shine yet because I think Sheamus is kind of stale to me. I think I tweeted about this during Monday Night Raw. I'm just not you know I guess I used to like Sheamus and kind of appreciate his size and and just his aggression and everything, but just not really interested in the match at all. And Dustin, let me you ask know? you this: a couple of weeks on Raw, Sheamus attacked. Um, Apollo Crews uh, backstage threw him into threw his you know banged his head off a crate threw him into another crate and then like three or you know not long after the attack Apollo Crews comes out jumping around smiling did not sell anything I remember this what do you yeah what, he didn't sell anything what do you think about that um I mean I think they I don't know why they did that other than try to make Crews look really strong but. Um, last night, I kind of liked the interaction that they had. I think Apollo Crews is really good. They just have to kind of – I guess I just don't like it. Me, it's, Dr. Tom Pritchard used to always say there's different flavors of ice cream because everybody's a fan of something different. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm not really a fan of, the, of, of watching Sheamus right now. So, for me, that hurts my vision of Apollo Crews as well. Does that make sense? 
No, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that, that for me, the call up was just too early for Apollo Cruz without him having. Yeah, it seems like out. they just didn't have anything for him, you know. Right, they called him up just for for the sake so, of calling him up. Yeah, basically. Right. So predictions for the right, match. I, I guess I guess I would say that I would pick Cruz will win. Um, if they want to keep him moving forward, or you know, but, but I mean, look at what they did with Tyler Breeze. They brought him on, and he started losing right off too. So either they're going to push Sheamus, or they're going to continue to push Apollo Cruz. So I'm going to go with Cruz. Mike? No, I'm going Cruz. I'm taking Cruz. It's got to be Cruz, right? It would make too much sense. <laughs> yeah, and the thing with Sheamus too is that he just got out of the stable, mm-hmm. and I don't ever think that that stable. Um, I don't think it ever took off. It was never as strong as what they wanted it to be, you know. And so now leaving that stable, he's and you can tell in the storytelling that they're given that they're still trying to find Sheamus. So that's why it's had Cruz. And so we'll see what happens. I don't know where they're going with that. But you would think that the guy would be a big star right now, especially coming off the Ninja Turtles movie, right? Uh, yeah, I can agree to that. They'd definitely be pushing him more yeah. on TV. I, I would right? love I mean, him. They're to... using him on TV. Wait, yeah. And just think back to when Kane was doing the whole – May 14th or whatever like that you know you could tie some elements from the movie into Seamus's character like giving the jacket from the movie or something like that yeah absolutely but it may be another yeah, one of those be, yeah he should be on fire right now and I don't I just don't feel like that he is I agree next one looks like Ziggler and Baron Corbin are fighting for the 49th time in the last three or four weeks Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I think I'm over this feud. And, I, I, and you know, I thought they brought Baron Corbin up perfectly. They had him win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and since then, he really the only thing he's been in is a program with Ziggler since WrestleMania. That's a long feud. Yeah, yeah it is, especially with they're not really battling for, for anything, you know. Yep, and I, I to I, me, you've got to. I think this one's run its course. Yeah, I think it's time for – I'd like to see Corbin move on to, you know, what he was kind of doing in NXT when he was kind of the indie killer and see him fighting other people that, you know, a, a program between him and Apollo, I think, on the main roster would be a lot of fun. I'd just like to see him fight anybody else right now. <laughs> I mean, I love Ziggler, <laughs> but <laughs> this is – it's gone on too long. You know, and Ziggler's another guy that's just gotten extremely stale to me. Yeah, but I don't think it's any fault of his own, though. Do you – I mean, he's not booking himself against Baron Corbin a million times. You know what I mean? Right. I just I think that they're using him to help another guy over, and unfortunately, Ziggler is really good. So, um, you know, I was who was it? It was um, Rip Rogers tweeted out the other day. Uh, and if you're not following Rip Rogers and you're a wrestling fan, then shame on you. You got to follow that guy. He's training over at OBW, and he trained in the developmental. But anyways, so he tweeted out. Um, uh, it, it, only in professional wrestling can you be punished for being too good. Meaning that if you're better than some of the stars, as far as your in-ring ability, then sometimes they will hold you back. You'll help get other guys over instead of being that top guy. And that's definitely what's happened to Ziggler all these years. Well, and Ziggler's just... But, oh, go ahead. I was going to say Baron Corbin's going to win, though. So. I agree. And yeah, one yeah. thing with... Ziggler, it seems like whenever he finally got to that top spot, you know, the bat, that bad luck injury bug would bite him. Yeah, and they yeah. pulled the rug way too soon. I mean, I think he won the title for a week or something. It was very, very well, short when they gave him the title. The pop he got when he cashed in Money in the Bank and oh, yeah. won the title, I mean, that place became unglued. I think you can start. I don't start remember s- him keeping it long, did he? 
No, I think he got shortly. I got think he got a concussion shortly after that. Oh man! It's just. It's just the bad luck injury bug that's hit the WWE so hard these past few months or in a couple of years. And I think they mentioned that, too. That was one of the things I read a while back is Ziggler's not going to be pushed as a top guy because they're worried about you know injuries for him and the whole concussion thing coming back and not being able to keep a title on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then they work him every single week. So that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's an excuse. <laughs> they work him on every single show, I mean, for crying out loud. Right. Mike, who you got for the match? Uh, Corbin. I'm going to take Corbin yeah. as well. We're all in agreement so far for this pay-per-view, which makes interesting radio. <laughs> <laughs> or interesting podcasting, I should say. Yeah. But usually for different reasons, though, right? Right, that's right. <laughs> we all think for different reasons sometimes. <laughs> all right, looks like we got a Divas tag match. Charlotte and Dana Brooke versus Becky Lynch and Natalia. And they're not putting the women's title on the line yeah, during the yeah. pay-per-view. This would have been the perfect year to do a women's Money in the Bank match. And this, that is true. That's yeah. a great idea. And Charlotte lost to Paige last night on the distracted roll-up or whatever yep. to um, to Paige. And, you know, why why is it so hard for them to push someone like Charlotte as strong like she should be? She should be mowing through some of the competition she has in the women's division in WWE. Yeah, you know, especially since they just had her turn on her own dad, you would think that she wouldn't be putting Paige over. You know, nothing, not not that there's anything wrong with that, but like to keep her strong, especially when she just had the guts enough to, you know, and heal enough to, you know, fire her own dad, Ric Flair, make him cry in the middle of the ring and all that. You would think she would be stronger than ever at this point, but then you go into a tag match, you have her lose to Paige. I don't know. It just kind of seems like she's brought down a couple of matches, so maybe they're going to do something with that. Maybe they want to beat her without taking the title. Maybe. You know, that would be a perfect scenario for the tag match. And a lot of people you know, bagged on her for that promo she cut when she fired Ric Flair. I thought it was actually uh, – there's real elements to it, mm-hmm. a lot of emotion to it. I thought it was a very good promo, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people just want to hate to hate. On it, but yeah, and she is a heel too. So some, so people are supposed to hate on her too. You know what I mean? Right. I agree. Dustin, yeah, who you so got I, for the match? I, I like her promos. I like her work. When she did the thing with Flair, I was surprised they took him away. You know, because I, I thought they had a lot, lot longer time to uh, just you know stretch that out and just right. make her be one of the top champions in the company with her dad, the greatest of all time, and then get rid of him, you know? I thought they would ride it out a little longer. And to get rid but of... I'm going to pick... Oh, you go ahead. I'm go picking ahead. the baby faces in, in this one. So you got Becky and Natty. Yes. Um, and one other note I want to make about that, those Charlotte, you know, they have her fire Flair, but then they give her another underling in Dana Brooke. It just didn't yeah. make much sense. Yeah. Why not yeah. let her go out on her own, win a couple of matches, right. and then have Dana Brooke help her because she wants to learn from a winner. And the Dana hey, Brooke thing probably guys, wouldn't have happened if Emma hadn't got injured. That's true. That's true. Right. Well, and if you have not seen Ric Flair on WWE Swerve, you have to check it out. It is so funny. Oh, Derek King was that. over at the house over the weekend, and he said, dude, you've got to watch this. Hilarious. So <laughs> check that out on WWE Network. I'll have to. I am, for the match, I'm going to take Flair and Brooke. That's where I'm going. Oh, wow. Well, some oh, difference. Okay. I'm thinking they've got a to make her look strong they've got to have her win this she needs to get the pin she definitely needs to get the pin yeah. if they're going to win that's just me though next match 
it's not listed on here, but I'm pretty sure I read it somewhere that they are doing the U.S. title match, Rusev versus Titus O'Neil. Yeah, and, you know, they did that whole Titus came out and Rusev beat the crap out of him, put him right. in the accolade on Raw. I, I really hope... Titus is my guy, man. T- I, you know, Titus is... Titus, I think, is awesome. Very underrated as far as what he brings. He's got the build. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he has a lot of character to him. The athleticism. He has, he's very athletic, even though he played at the University of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a Hall of Famer at the University of Florida, by the way. Uh, uh, go Knowles. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> My so, old traveling buddy, me and him, when I was uh, in developmental, me and him would ride to the shows a lot together. That's awesome. He's a very cool guy. We we get some workouts in sometimes when he's in town in Memphis. Those guys stay busy, and that guy does a lot of speaking and you know charity type of work and stuff. I think right now for this match, though, I don't know that he gets it this time. I don't either. Because I think Rusev is hot, and I think they can have him chase it for a little bit longer. But I called it a long time ago. I think Titus O'Neil will be a World Heavyweight Champion one day, and I think that getting the United States title can be a big step in that direction. If, so I'm going to go I'm gonna go Rusev somehow, but I think Titus will end up getting the title at some point from Rusev. Completely agree with that thought because I, for what for some reason I see Titus holding that title on the top rope at SummerSlam this year. Hmm. Yeah, that would be awesome. I think that'd be a great moment. That Mike, would be great. I'm going to take Rusev. Yeah. yeah, Rusev keeps the title. Rusev may not necessarily win, but he's keeping the title. But it, do y'all think that Titus is getting this you know title push right now because of? His suspension, like they're making up for it because they, you know, they don't want backlash from the fans. You know, it's, it's a good um, question. I think he's earned it. I mean, I definitely think he's earned it, but I, mean, I, don't, I do it. too. I think he's there. There comes a point, guys, where they go, okay, this guy's either got to take the ball and go, or he's just got to go, right? So I think at this point, you know, they've had him and Darren. They gave him, they gave him mic time. They have him sitting at the commentary. They're giving him TV time. They brought him back. Now it's time to push him, see if he can take the ball and run with it. He's had good matches. His promos are good. I mean, I don't see anything wrong. I think he chases for this. And uh, I think it's just a matter of he's been here long enough. He's got the experience. Let's see what he can do. And real quick, you know, you brought up Darren. What do you all think about Darren and Bob Backlund? I think it's great. I actually love it. I think it would be great if Backlund was at ringside with him. You know, when he eventually debuts, you've got to have Backlund at ringside with him. I agree, and I actually... And then turn them heel. I, uh, turn them heel. <laughs> I uh, read um, a funny story that someone ran into Bob Backlund at a... He was at, like, a Whole Foods, and the guy was actually a wrestling fan that checked him out of the counter. The counter. He's like, dude, I'm happy you're back in the WWE, and, you know, I've been a long fan of yours. And he actually went kayfabe on him. He's like, I'm not back in the WWE. I'm back to make Darren Young great. And, like, <laughs> and, and, and then just got his stuff and scuttled out, like... Wow, I bet you that dude was like, <laughs> I just had a kayfabe promo cut on me by Bob Backlund. That's right. <laughs> well, I Mac- do like it, though. I think it's going to be funny. Yeah, I, I, Bob Backlund is – I've actually enjoyed everything I've seen from from these make Darren Young great again. Now we just need to get Darren in the ring with Bob Backlund at ringside. Right. Another yeah. one that's not listed on here, but they did announce the tag title match, the Fatal 4-Way. That's, that's going to be that's gonna be the match of the night. It was New Day – Gallows and Anderson, Enzo, Enzo and Big Cass, and the Vaude Villains. That's a tough one. This is uh, I, this has a chance to steal the show. 
I think you're going to see some great tag team wrestling. Um, I the I like the funny stuff they did with Kofi Kingston's shoes. You know, he's wearing yeah. the new Steph Curry's <laughs> the last new Steph night. Curry. And I'm re- I'm really excited for this match because I love all four of these tag teams. Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be good. And and in, in a match like this, you can actually take the titles off of New Day without ever beating New Day. So I, for some reason, I think the titles are going to switch, and I think that it, hmm, I would go with Bullet Club to yeah. take the titles and then feud and have New Day chasing them, you know, because then there will be three, so it could be three against three. And then, you know, you could also work a program between Enzo More and the Vaude Villain some more, too, off that match yeah. as well. You can tell right. another story there. That's exactly what I was going to predict was uh, the club winning. And then that automatically setting up a feud for them and New Day for the next couple months at least. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we all took the club there? I believe so. Nice. Very surprising. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys just copying me. Yeah, that's, that's – well you know, I, whenever I make my predictions, I'm now going to do what would five-star think. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why we're letting you pick first. You know? <laughs> Careful there. <laughs> what you got, Matt, next? A lot of trouble you can get. All right, next, the actual Money in the Bank ladder match. Sami Zayn, Dean Ambrose, Chris Jericho, Cesaro, Alberto Del Rio, and Kevin <laughs> Owens. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of people hate on the WWE because they say it's predictable. I love what they did last night at the end of Raw where they had yep. every competitor from the match doing something every had Two guys on commentary, that Alberto was, Del Rio. That was yeah. genius. And, and I knew, like, okay, eventually this is going to be – a big brawl, big brawl. And, and it's going to be great. Right. And I thought it was good television. I actually thought Raw was actually not too bad last night. It was really good. And I actually watched it. Last night. <laughs> oh wow! Imagine that. Yeah. You, you watched a commercial yeah, the, and everything. Deal, no, no, the, I didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> the deal with uh, the deal with Jericho at the end was very good too. Him yes. sitting up there. I mean, they really put it over that he could win that. Um, the and guy. I thought it was it was pretty clever how they had a spot for everybody out at, at ringside doing something. And Cesaro was good too. He was good on the on the ring announcing. Yeah, that I thought when he told said Jericho is from Stupid Idiotville. I I, I got a good laugh <laughs> yeah. out of that. I'm, you know, I'm like you, Dustin. I am a massive Jericho holic, and when I got to see him hold, yeah. standing at the top holding that, you know, the guy that came up with the match is still never won it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I don't think he wins it this time either. Unfortunately for the two of us, I don't either. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give my prediction so I wouldn't so that we can prove I'm not copying you. Oh, okay. I this guy is going to look great carrying the money in the bank. He's going to cut great promos doing it. He's going to be vicious. I mean, and I'm taking Kevin Owens is going to win the money. Gross. (laughs) Kevin Owens. Not going to happen. Okay, who you got? What was that? Not going to happen. I'm actually going to. I'm going to take the bait, man. I I think that if Dean Ambrose wins. Either way, look what they've got either Seth Rollins with Ambrose kind of chasing or they have Roman Reigns. I mean, there's some big-time interest. So imagine if if Ambrose does win, he already said he might cash in. So then they have the teaser for the entire main event. Is Ambrose going to cash in? I just think it's a better story. But, I mean, anybody could win it. I mean, Jack Swagger won at one point, and it made him a world champion. I'm a Jack Swagger fan, too. <laughs> <laughs> I am too, man. <laughs> I think I he's too, awesome. But, yeah. Mike, who you got? 
I'm going Ambrose for the same reasons. Yeah, after seeing it last night and the the whole tease of you know the former members of Shield all together, you know if yeah. he if he wins that sets up all the way through SummerSlam and maybe beyond. Hmm. And I just I would love to see that at some point. There's going to be a triple threat match of all four member or three former Kobe. members of Shield for the the title. Yeah, imagine the buildup on that because those guys did everything. I mean, they were together for, what, what, three years or so? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They did everything. They beat Batista. They beat Triple H. They beat Randy Orton. They beat everybody. And, I mean, just the buildup to it is going to be awesome. Well, I think the next match should be Styles and Cena, right? Yes. I am really, really excited for this match. You're excited for a Cena I'm match. I'm excited for a Cena match Me because, too. you know, there's something about – Cena coming out and name dropping PWG, Ring of Honor, mm -hmm. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Even though it's not an indie, it's still it's, right, it's still right. him mentioning it. You know, it adds yeah. the, the story they've told between these two guys. I thought in these short weeks has been really, really good. The mic work between them both yep. has been amazing. I agree. Yeah, and AJ is as confident as ever. Like I believe everything AJ is saying to John Cena because I promise you he's probably not that they don't like each other but as far as competitive wise you know that AJ just can't wait to get in there with Cena and show him yeah I really am this good I mean think about it I mean they were on opposite sides of the spectrum for so long mm -hmm, they were both mm -hmm. world champions in the top two companies and now they're going to go at it I wish that they would give TNA a little more credit mm -hmm. just so it would kind of legitimize that world title a little little bit but I understand why they don't mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but man, uh, even AJ's promos, like I, they're just so believable and Cena a couple of weeks ago, cut a promo on AJ that even AJ had to smirk. The crowd had to applaud because Cena just, he just put it down, man. It was just great. The promos have been my favorite part so far. I love how, and, and they did a contract signing without any kind of physicality. Yeah, that yeah. was that was great. Yeah, that doesn't happen. And Cena's been nothing yeah. but serious in this program. He yeah. hasn't cut one I'm funny John Cena. I mean, he has been – he knows – it It adds the big match feel to and this match. I love the fact yeah. that Styles mentioned, it's like, you know, you're probably going to bury me or something, <laughs> you know, something to that effect. And uh, that was just yeah. great hearing that. Dustin, who you got for the match? I'm going to go with John Cena. Okay. Wow. I'm not. I'm not going to say that they won't have any more matches or that AJ won't beat Cena at some point, but I think John Cena beats AJ this first time. I'm thinking the same thing. Well, I am taking AJ Styles due to some help from someone that's going to be premiering from oh, yeah. NXT. You still have this. I have a feeling you're going to see Finn Balor interfere in this match because in the contract it said the club. Mm -hmm. Right. Balor's not in the club yet. That's true. Right. So that, that's I. I really hope it would happen, but you know it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> You've been It'll still it be the last three pay per views. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's. I make, guess. I guess. I just think it's a. To me, it's getting too predictable that when somebody debuts or you know somebody steps up to Cena, then a lot of times the first time around he does lose to Kevin Owens, Rusev. I mean, he's lost a lot. He puts guys over. Right. It, I, I don't know. I just. I think that. But that Finn Balor thing, it fits in perfect. So yeah, if you're onto something there, Derek, <laughs> it doesn't happen too often. <laughs> I promise you that. All right, let's make note of this, guys. <laughs> I, oh, I've got, I'm writing everything down. He's actually so got I, a pad here, I, writing so I can down hold every everything against you. <laughs> so I can hold. I really am circling Kevin Owens. That's what I'm gonna. I can't wait to mess with people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that brings us to the title match. 
Reigns versus Rollins. You know, another this story I thought has been great. I I, I love the Shield reunion. Mm-hmm. Kind of went a little long. Just to, I would have shortened it by maybe five ten minutes. But when they finally got to the action, man, I was like, this is this feud is going to be great. Yeah, 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 for sure. And like I said, it, well, this, this is all leading up man, to a triple threat at some point for the title. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right, and I think it's SummerSlam, and I think that Roman Reigns keeps the title at this point. There's no sense in changing the title right off the jump. And with Ambrose winning money in the bank, if my prediction is correct, then you could have all three of them kind of facing off at the end of the night anyway, and then that builds. So how many months do yeah. you have to SummerSlam? Yeah, just two. SummerSlam's yeah. in August. Yeah, so they can do, they can do something else. Uh, July and then have a big triple threat in August. I think all the pieces fit, but you know they can go in any kind of direction. But I will say that Roman Reigns somehow will keep the title. And why is Roman getting such flack, man? Do you guys not like Roman like the entire world? Uh, you know I am still a huge Roman fan. I'm a fan of the guy. Um, I think for what's for what's best for that character is do especially at this pay per view. You got to do a double turn. You can't have Seth Rollins return from an injury. Then put a special up on the network about his, you know, journey to come right. back, and you know, this <laughs> yeah. is the perfect time to do a double turn. You know, make Reigns the the heel, make Rollins the baby face, and the program will just write itself. I think at that point. Yeah. And I'm taking Reigns to win. Yeah, I'm definitely taking Reigns to at least keep the title. You know, in these oh. situations, it's hard to say who win or not, but you know, Reigns still walks out with the title, at least after this yeah. match. Yep, I agree. <laughs> well, those are our Money in the Bank predictions. Um, Dustin, you had a pretty eventful week last week. Uh, tell us a, bit, a little bit about uh, going into the Mid-South Coliseum, a place where I spent a lot of my childhood. Yeah, man, me too. That's where it all started. I remember seeing um, Jerry Lawler pin Kurt Hennig, Jackie Fargo special referee, counted to four, and he won the title that night. I saw so many matches in that building, and um, – yeah, man, we got we got invited out the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame group. Me, Kevin Cerrito, CJ from Cerrito Live on Sports Fifty Six. We all went in the Coliseum and um, uh, WREG Action. Uh, what is it? The News Channel Three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were out there, but they weren't allowed to go in. So I'm thinking, man, let me do this Facebook Live thing. And oh my gosh, I don't. The overwhelming response on the video. Channel 3 used it. Of course, Amy used it on Local 24 on Local Memphis Live. And it really just showed all Memphians and everybody that's involved in this thing that the Coliseum is not in that bad of shape. I mean, yeah, it's dirty. It's torn up. But imagine they haven't touched it in 15 years. Mm-hmm. You know, they've used it as a big storage area. And some of the video was dark because there's not a lot of light. Mm-hmm. But there is just all kinds of stuff stored in the center of the Coliseum where the wrestling ring used to be. Um, but Mark James, who has written several books with wrestlers, he's a wrestling historian, especially Memphis wrestling. He was yes, there sir. with us and man, he was like a kid in a candy store. He was finding Jerry Lawler's old locker room and kind of pointing <laughs> things out. He found the <laughs> ring steps. So I took a picture with those. Yep. Yeah. I saw but, that picture. You know, it was just, it was just really cool being in there. Um, you know, especially to be able to shoot some video that the, that the news uses. Um, but I think our voices have finally been heard because now all the talk is what are we going to do with it, not, hey, let's tear it down. So that's that's good. Straight up answer, Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, yes or no? I don't know that it'll happen unless WWE gets involved. So, I'll, so 
With WWE, yes. Without, no. Okay. Um, I mean, it's just a massive building. It's an entertainment complex, and um, what they would have to do when they renovate the Coliseum is get it under 5,000 seats, to my understanding, so it's not competing with FedEx Forum. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, and I'm not the expert and all that kind of stuff, but they would have to modify the seating to where it would be 5,000. I've heard of them thinking about a pavilion where they get the building and kind of make it like an amphitheater or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of ideas that have been thrown out there, but they actually had investors after us. So some important people actually did go in and tour That's the good. Coliseum. That's good. Nice. It's good. not just the wrestling nerds, you know. Right. That's... Um, and I asked one of the guys on the video, I said, what do you see so far? And he said, I see a lot of opportunity. So that's good. Yes, um, I haven't heard any kind of follow-up just yet, but um, when I asked one of the guys um, from the Coliseum Coalition about another roundhouse revival, he said, absolutely. So we're going to continue to push forward and uh, just try to let everybody know, you know, that, hey, that's a historic building in Memphis. We don't need to tear it down. We need to repurpose it. At Wrestling sense, HOF, right, on Twitter? Yes. And then yes, there, and you can they... find them on Facebook. Okay. Uh, put Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in Memphis. Just that's... type it in, it'll come right up. Yeah, go follow them, go like it, and uh, on to some other stuff. You had a title match this weekend. Yes, I actually won the Global Force Wrestling Heavyweight Championship from Nick Aldis this weekend in Vihalia, Mississippi. Now... Yeah, and I saw that match. I watched it. Yeah. Now you say yeah. you you say you actually won it. Why don't you tell right. what tell our listeners what happened? Well, so <laughs> I don't know how you want me to explain this. You can go you can go to Five Star Fan Cam on YouTube and you can watch it for yourself. Yep. But I beat Nick Aldis from pillar to post. <laughs> I beat him in the audience. I beat him on the floor. I beat him in the ring. I literally was, like, shocked that I was beating this guy up so bad because you guys were telling me he's really good or something, right? <laughs> Some people he think that, He's yeah. really good. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely not five-star. No, definitely not five-star. No, and no one ever will be. Right. And so, <laughs> anyways, I beat him up. I beat him up. I pinned him one, two, three. My hand was raised in victory. I had the Global Force Wrestling Heavyweight Championship holding it in the air, and then all of a sudden the referee changed his mind. And I still, you know, I look at the replay and I don't see anything. You know, he restarts the match apparently, so I punch him out. You know, I'm just <laughs> you're kidding me. You just took, you just took my champion. I just beat this guy, and then you took the championship from me. And then all of a sudden, Mickey James, you know, former WWE and TNA Women's Champion, comes into the ring, attacks Maria, what, kicks me in the groin. Yeah, and then um, the rest is history from there. So apparently they restarted the match and stole the title from me. But I did pin Nick Aldis one, two, three in the middle of the ring, just like I said I would. Right? You you did. That's exactly what yep. I saw. <laughs> yep. And I told Jeff Jarrett. I talked to him on the radio on Cerrito Live here a couple of weeks ago, and I told him straight up. I was like, okay, you better clear some bookings, man, because I'm taking that title, and you're going to have to put me on the Grand Slam tour touring with global force and then um you know i would not doubt that they paid this referee off because you know i never cheat Derek. right i've never seen you cheat in a match i've never seen anything come into the ring or anything like that during any of your matches but it was definitely it was definitely a thrill you know the night was for saint jude we donated 20 percent of all of our t-shirt uh sales to saint jude um how was the turnout it was a good night man 
they had about 300 people. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, I, I expected it to, to do better, to be honest with you, especially being affiliated, you know, with St. Jude. Mm-hmm. But um, there's just so much going on out there. It was so hot outside, and um, you know, there's just a lot of other forms of entertainment that people can take advantage of. Well, I'm going to say this. George in our chat room said, damn that Mickey James and her nice rear end. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, all I know is that if she wasn't a pro wrestler, she could definitely be a kicker in the NFL. Because <laughs> she, had a, she had good aim and a uh, wide foot. She would have. She could have been the kicker in necessary roughness, is what you're saying, right? Yes, yeah. And you know, Maria's not a fighter, so when Mickey James attacks her, it's kind of like, oh no, I got to get her off of Maria, you know? Because Maria's not a fighter; she's she's ladylike, you know. Yes, she's yes, she's a lady. She's classy. She doesn't get in there and fight. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, Dustin, what all you got coming up, man? Man, so tomorrow night in Memphis, that's the 15th at 7 p.m. Maria and me, we are going to be hosting bingo at the Green Beetle. So you can come play five-star bingo at the Green Beetle in Memphis. It starts at 7 o'clock. It only lasts a couple hours. You can come in and play and win surprises. It's free to play. So you can enjoy a meal, play some bingo, get to meet Maria. I know you guys would want to do that. And um, that's all going down tomorrow. Now, we got a lot of other stuff coming up. Um, you know, of course, Cerrito Live, we're doing that every single week. We talk wrestling on Cerrito Live. It's from 11 to 1 on Saturday morning. It's the main event. Wrestling back to Saturday morning. Yeah, in the main event. So mm-hmm. um, that's every week. We usually go on about the 12 o'clock hour. Sometimes we do 30 minutes. Sometimes we get a full hour on there. We've had some great guests. You know, we, uh, you can go back and listen to the podcast at CerritoLive.com. We talked to Scott Hall recently. That was a great interview. I love that interview. Yeah, and he's super cool. Uh, Nick Aldis, we talked to him. Of course, Jeff Jarrett, Jerry Lawler. Randy Hills was a guest here not too long ago talking about King Lawler's Hall of Fame Barn Grill. Um, y'all did an um, interview with Handsome Jimmy Valiant, and it um, he basically interviewed himself. It was the funniest he thing. Did. <laughs> he did. He did. I was wish a, I had a camera. I wish I had a camera in studio showing just so I could show you me and Kevin because we're like looking at each other, dying, laughing. And, and we know, like, he was just handsome Jimmy, was being handsome Jimmy, man. That's right. He cut a promo the whole time. <laughs> that, that, that was so funny hearing him talking. And when he found, and finally, when he was ready to go, he's like, Star, I got to get out of here, man. Mercy, daddy. And he's like, okay, holla. <laughs> we got one question in. That's it. <laughs> so usually, those are the best but interviews. Yeah, other- yeah, other than Cerrito Live every Saturday, I'll be back on local Memphis Live the week of 4th of July. So I'll be there the 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. Okay. And uh, you can catch Maria at AutoZone Park. She MCs for the Memphis Redbirds. And then, you know, tomorrow, that's the big one tomorrow, we're going to go out and have a little fun. Maria said she's going to let her hair down, and we're going to play some bingo out of the Green Beetle. So, Don't even ask me how that came about. <laughs> quick, quick funny story, then I'll get you out of here. Um, I was at work couple of weeks ago my wife happens to call me and she's like hey guess what I'm like what's up and she's like dustin five stars on local memphis live right now and i was like oh that's so cool my wife had to call me during work because they had the tv on at her work and she she saw you on the screen and had to let me know that's awesome that's very cool <laughs> dustin man it's I, really fun that's yep if there's one thing you know i love being on the radio with with cerrito because me and him have become friends and He's such a wrestling fan, and, and, you know, he's just trying to help keep Memphis wrestling alive by, by talking about it. You know, there's a big following, and 
um, Local 24, that's a real fun gig, too, because they like for me to talk about wrestling. They want me to talk about wrestling and upcoming stuff, like the Coliseum stuff. And, you know, uh, everybody has different reasons. You know, some people with a history. I'm more like the wrestling guy, you know. Mm-hmm. And so both sides, they let me do that. And, and, you know, I appreciate that. And she was helping push the show for the St. Jude. And um, I think she was even going to try to come out come out to that event. But I'll be back on there. I'll, I'll have to figure out another championship to win because I bring a different title every time I go on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> sure would have been nice to have that Global Force title, uh, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll try to get in touch with that ref and get him to really, you know, rethink his decision. Worst ref in history. <laughs> if Bill Gibson was there, this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Dustin, man, really do appreciate you coming on and talking some wrestling with us. Uh, where, remind people where they can find you on the fabulous world that is social media. Yeah, man. So Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, it's at Dustin Star with two R's. You can follow Maria. She's the Maria Star. And then also go to YouTube. You got to check out the five-star fan cam. Fred keeps all of his greatest videos there. Um, man, that, that's it. What else is there? Oh, that's it. Yep. And uh, sorry to hear about uh, trivia last week as well. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations to Arnez. Arnez and his team, they won. I have a picture that I'm going to post. I'm just not ready to. You know what I mean? Take take your time because, you know, sometimes a loss really stings, and I'm completely on your side. If you you have 30 seconds, I'll tell you. Well, Christopher, and I know Christopher's probably out there listening. Christopher couldn't make it, so there's one of my teammates that was down. He didn't let me know until the last minute. I'm not making excuses, but then Mo. The MOE, who's always there, and he's a member of the Five Star Squad. He wasn't able to make uh, it, so basically, it was it was me and you know Randy Hales. He's more of like the classic Memphis, you know. And there was a lot of WWE questions, so we just got to get the team together, man. Yeah, well, you know, the next the time, court. the next time we record on Tuesdays now, but maybe we can work it out to where whenever y'all are doing trivia, we can bring our stuff, record a quick episode. By the time trivia starts, we'll be ready to go. But the Overzell podcast is going to have to come show you guys what's up. Oh, gosh. I've been hearing this forever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We, we switched to recording on Tuesdays, and then trivia was announced. And uh, Did you hear who we had on our show last week? No, I don't. I don't think I did. We had uh, all ego Ethan Page from Evolve, who's ki- t- killing it down there oh, in okay. Florida. And it was it was a fun interview in a court, and I had to actually buy one of his T-shirts on uh, pro wrestling, pro wrestling tees, tees to get him to come on. And I got I got to get <laughs> next time I see you, remind me I've got to get one of your shirts. You do, you definitely do. Now that you told me that, yeah, yeah, I owe you, I, I, I owe you, you or I owe you a shirt or something like yeah. something along those lines. A purchase. <laughs> so all right, well, if anybody gets bored tomorrow night, there's bingo at Green Beetle. Da- that's seven o'clock. All right. Well, Dustin, thank you, man. <laughs> right, I guys, appreciate it. You. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Dustin Five Star, my friend, Justin Five Star. He's one my of friend, the, too. And, yeah, he is your friend, too. He is one of the best wrestlers I in Memphis. Friends. I have no I have no qualms of saying he is one of the best wrestlers in Memphis. There's a local wrestling show this week. Really? Yeah. At the Alchemia Shrine Circus, you got. Wildfire Wrestling. Okay. Everything. Every, it's called um, A Night in the Slammer. Every okay, yes, yes, I do remember that now. It's going to take, care, yeah. take it's place in a 20-foot-tall um, steel cage. I think it's like 10, 15, maybe 20 bucks to get in. Um, 
and it's I think uh, Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee are going to be taking on Doug Gilbert and like Tommy Rich in a cage. Yeah. Good lord. Talk about throwback. Yeah, that's a throwback uh, Thursday for real. The King of Pal, Chris Lex, is going <coughs> to be taking on Redrick Redrum. That should be a very uh, violent match. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, Red Redrick Redrum scares me. Hey, he's a beast. He is. There's two guys in Memphis wrestling that that just scare me. Redrick Redrum and Bishop Cage. <laughs> About to say he's you're so scared you can't say his name. Yeah, no. Do you know who have you ever seen Bishop Cage wrestle? No, I have not. Dude is a beast. He comes out with this chain, like wrapped up his arm, and he just looks like a dude you you, you can't fuck with. I mean, he's <laughs> just Let me see if I can find this card. I want we can kind of promote that show cuz we like to promote Local wrestling. Local wrestling, yeah. Wildfire yeah, wrestling. Probably gonna have a better shot at finding it. Yeah, and just follow Kevin Lawler. Hello, Kevin Lawler. Let's see. Uh do, do, do. let's see. Almost there. I swear I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Something about Judge Joe Brown is gonna be there. Yeah, Actu- he, okay, he's gonna be there. That's right. So we got Action Jackson versus the All Pro, the All the All Star, the All Pro Josh Crow. Right. Which I need to talk to. I need to get both of those guys on the show. Dazzler versus Komodo. That'll be an awesome match. Oh shit! Antonio Garza versus Precious. <laughs> That's gonna be. That should be a show. Chris Lex versus Redrick Redrum. That'll be a good match. Carlos Rios versus Derek King. That'll be good. Right. I'll, I'll do that. Brian Christopher versus R and D. Who was recently? They recently yeah, married. I saw that. Congratulations! That's got to that. be hell of a honeymoon. Get married and then come to a wrestling <laughs> show in Memphis. <laughs> exactly. Uh, then the main event: Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee versus Doug Gilbert and Tommy Rich. That, that that's wow. That should be a that that's going to be a very throwback yeah. match. I, I, that's going to be exciting to see. We've also got. Let's talk a little bit about the NXT show that happened last Wednesday. NXT Takeover the end. The end. Um. It was all right. I mean, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't the best takeover. There was by any there means. There was good matches, but I mean, it wasn't yeah. It's kind of hard to top the last one. It's hard to top it. For me, it's hard to top NXT Brooklyn. Yeah. Cuz that was that was one hell of a card. But we can let's go through the card real quick here. It opened up with Lasombra versus Ty Dillinger. Yeah, Andre Andrade Cien Almas defeated Ty Dillinger. And I like Ty Dillinger. Uh, Ty, he's he's starting to get over right now. And yeah. but I mean, this was a good opening match. You know, got the crowd going. It mm-hmm. you know, good action back and forth. But you know, it seemed kind of short to me. Yeah, but especially for a debut match too, you really want to see the best of what you what you yeah what you're debuting. Because I mean, typically with a debut match, it's either. You know, a good 10, 15 minutes, you know, showing, you know, showing off the new talent, basically, or, or, or it's, or it's, mm-hmm. and this wasn't the type, I don't know, I, I don't know really anything about Almas, but I can definitely see that not being a squash match for him, you know, yep. so it definitely should have went longer, but a good match regardless. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, it wasn't like a bad show or anything no, by no. any means, but it was all right. Yeah. Uh. Tag match for the ta- NXT Tag Team Championship. American Alpha and Revival. The Revival won the titles back. 
Yeah, I thought that <clears throat> you you know we talked about that last week, and it's interesting that uh, we now have two time tag team champions yeah. in NXT. And I, that was the reason I chose you know American Alpha was because they kept they always brought up the fact that there's never been a two time tag champion, mm-hmm. and I thought that they were just going to kind of protect that. But nope, they threw it back in my face. Revival one. Yeah, I forgot who I took last week. I'm pretty sure I took American Alphas because. I think so. Yeah, I know I did. I think I, I was ex- actually expecting. I think the revival is going to be a call up soon, <laughs> especially with the brand split. But it looks like yeah. maybe American Alpha is going to be that yeah, team. That, that's what they're talking about. So, you know, it, those got, those two teams I think have a lot of good chemistry together. Hopefully, I mean, it's a it's a feud. It's an actual feud. Yeah, and I hope it goes on for a couple more months. Yeah. I mean, I know American Alphas. There's rumors of them getting called up now that they dropped the titles. But well, and you know, I don't even know if you can call it a call up now. Because NXT is going to become its own brand. Yeah. Basically, Evolve is going to be the developmental system. Hmm. So. Next match, it was my favorite match of the night. Nakamura versus Austin Aries. Well, we knew it would be. Yeah. I mean, those knees that Nakamura throws in a match. Anything with his legs is brutal. I mean, he's got such charisma. You know, he's, he's, he's a badass. And it was a great match. I mean, it was... Like I said, my favorite match of the night. Uh, I'm a fan of both of them. The one the one thing I had to make a note of was the uh, when Aries gave Nakamura the Death Valley Driver onto the ring apron. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that just, just so painful. brutal. Yeah, Ugh. that's a scary bump to take too, <clears throat> especially with all these injuries in the WWE right. or NXT yeah. right now. But Shinsuke took the win just. As I predicted, I think you predicted it too. Yeah, there's no reason to keep him from being undefeated right now. No, he you need to. He's a special attraction. He's going to be the guy you come to see win. Right. No reason to see him lose at all. Right. Uh, next match: the NXT Women's Championship, Oscar versus Nia Jax. Another good back and forth match. Yeah. Uh, went pretty much as I assumed. Oscar won as I predicted. You're so smart. I hey, I just know these things. Yep, good match. But All right, match. <laughs> I mean, it's. I, I did love the ending. Uh, Nia Jax, you know, took a pretty good bump, and then she just got up on like one knee and just screamed at Oscar. And Oscar's response was kick her in the face. Hey, then, sometimes you just gotta <laughs> kick someone in the face. Kicked her again, pinned her, retained. Good match. Yeah. Next match. It was the main event. Joe and Balor in the steel cage. Without blood, without blood, that match it just loses so much. And I, you know, I get the set. You know, they have to do all the safety stuff. And right. Blah, blah 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 blah. But this is a match when you're grinding a man's face into a cage. You have to let them bleed. Yeah. I mean, it tells a better story. I'm not saying go out and bleed every single match. But how much did blood add, and I know it was accidental, but how much did it right. add to the ben, other ben, uh, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe? Yeah, it added to the realism that it yeah. was a fight. It, it was a fight. These two guys just did not like each other. Yeah. You know, the promos leading up to it, it sh- there should have been just more violence. Now, the spot, the super muscle buster, that I'll give it, that was a, yeah. that was a crazy spot. But I'm not saying, like you said, you know, we're not saying that they need to bleed in every match, but... If there's not a little bit of blood in a cage match, that kind of takes away the 
the spectacle why have of it the in cage. cage. Why, yeah, yeah because I mean, you know, the cage is supposed to be you know a dangerous type match. You know, just like Hell in a Cell. I mean, I understand we're still somewhat still in the PG era. You know, when it comes to blood, but it, I think it takes away from the match itself. I you agree, know, the I cage agree, match. What do you think of the NX or the Full Sail crowd? They're okay. For I, I still I've made a comment about it before, and not just about the NXT crowd, but I'm starting to kind of get tired of the fans and the crowds that just try to hijack them, the shows. Get themselves you know, over. They just want to start a chant just so they can be heard on TV and take away from the match, really. When you chant, who are you, at Paul <laughs> Ellering, and you're supposed to be a smart crowd, yeah. you're, you're a stupid crowd. And while at first I liked the Nakamura, the crowd singing his music, mm. at first I was like, okay, it's kind of... Time to right, cut that out. Right. I mean, it lasted. That part lasted a little too long. So overall, I thought I thought NXT was just it was good. It was all, it right. Was all right. I'm yeah. not gonna. It was entertaining, but you know, not everyone is gonna be a home run. No, exactly, exactly. Speaking of not a home run, I'm glad that uh, No Way Jose wasn't on there. Oh Jesus! A <laughs> <laughs> couple other little things wanted to bring up. Let's do some news and notes. How about that? Yeah, just little little tidbits. Uh, during the NXT takeover, there was a quick scene of Bobby Roode going into William Regal's office, and then following weekend, Bobby Roode makes his debut at, I believe it was the Download Festival that they were at. Yep. Uh, beat Angelo Dawson. Dawkins. 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 Yeah. Hopefully this means he's going to be on TV soon. George in the chat room says, no way Jose is getting himself over. <laughs> I'm, still yeah, not yeah. A, I'm still not a fan. It, no. the, the dancing gimmicks <laughs> just don't last. and He still stole his finisher from Kushida, and that pisses me off. So. <laughs> what, other, what other news? Uh, there are – well, let's see. We'll, we'll go with this one first. They have announced that SummerSlam will be four hours again. Shit. Yeah, and you know there's probably going to be a – Another take over something that weekend yeah well at least there's not like a hall of fame six hour hall of fame ceremony right. beforehand but this this will be another four hour pay-per-view <sighs> but also on the pay-per-view talk there are rumors now according to someone who ran into jerry lawler or something two pay-per-views two a pay-per-views month. a month that's too much i don't care if you have a brand split that's just too much you're going to, I mean, there's just not enough time in a week for a human being that works. Now, I, I guess teenage kids it's right. and everything like that, you know. You, but yeah. I think they're also depending on the network. You know, you can watch it whenever you want. Yeah. I'm just not happy about that. I, I, I remember. I, I don't want it to happen, but if if they could just take it down to maybe two hours. You know, if they're going to do it every, basically every other week, it shouldn't be three-hour pay-per-views. Yeah. They, you know, cut them to I two-hour, especially with the brand split, because that's the reason this is supposed to be happening. What if, instead of calling them pay-per-views or whatever, and they called them uh, network specials? Yeah, I think that's what they're trying to Let's, get at. I, if I can deal with that a little bit better than I can deal with calling them pay-per-views. Save the pay-per-view term for Royal Rumble, big four. WrestleMania... SummerSlam and Survivor Series. Right. 
So it's just it's just a lot of wrestling. I remember when they did the brand split, I wouldn't watch the SmackDown pay-per-views because I didn't care about SmackDown. Yeah. Hopefully that'll change now. Well, we'll see. You know, if they're since since SmackDown's going live, that means they're putting more emphasis on the show. So hopefully it'll it'll get better. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh looks like Neville may be back within the next month. Nice. That's really good news. Glad to hear him coming back from injury real soon. Um seems like he would be a, a SmackDown guy. Yeah, what did you think about the uh, tribute WWE opened up with? I'm I'm glad they did that. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's one thing that they they do care about their fans. Oh yeah. Gay, straight, black, white. It doesn't matter to them. They're fans. They're fans. You know, that's it's all they are to them. And right, it's their universe. It so they're protecting it. You know, it, it, people always bag on you for, well, you watch pro wrestling and blah blah blah. Show me a company that does more for the soldiers than the WWE. Yeah. John Cena does three hundred Make a Wishes a year, and on top of. He has like the mo- he has the record, doesn't he? Like most like ever. That. I mean, not but just wrestling. I mean, like anything. And he's not the only one granting wishes now. Yeah. Eric Rowan has done one. Bray Wyatt, you know, people wanted to meet the Shield back when they were supposed to. Yeah, be the bad Shield guy. did a few of them yeah. when they were heels. <laughs> I mean, it just you know, WWE is a classic company when it comes to um, their fans and caring about them and being in touch with that the pulse of those kind of things. I don't think any other news and notes you wanted to go to. Not that I can think of. How about we do a Memphis wrestling moment? Yeah, why don't we do one of those? Okay, we're looking at June 15th, 1981. It's just a few months old then. Uh, seeing if it's got... Before you go, George said fans are bashing them for the tribute because Del, Ro- Del Rio was out there but was supposedly late for the show in kayfabe. Like, people, this is television. <laughs> Just so you know, let's not worry about that part. Yeah. Ugh. It's that internet wrestling community, wouldn't it? What, there's no such thing <laughs> as that. So You're part of it, I'm a part of it. There's no such thing as it. All right. Of his wrestling moment. June 15th, 1981, Mid-South Coliseum. Starting at the bottom, Plowboy Frazier versus Tojo Yamamoto. Tojo. Sonny King versus Jim Dalton. Tim Leonard versus Mr. Somebody. It's hard to read. Onita, I believe. Onita. With, with Tojo. Chick Golden Boy Donovan versus Coco Ware. Steve Kern versus Masafuchi with Tojo. Tojo's a Tojo's popular take, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Handicap pile driver match. The Nightmares with Jimmy Hart versus Jerry Lawler in the Dream Machine. And Southern Tag Team title match. Kevin Sullivan and Wayne Ferris with Jimmy Hart versus Ray, Roy Rogers and Dutch Mantel. Very cool. <coughs> Jerry Lawler was joined in defeat by Bill Dundee, Dutch Mantel in the Dream Machine as Kevin Sullivan... Wayne Ferris and the Nightmares scored a tag. I think that was the one here. Or was this the other one? The the one thing bad about this, it doesn't specify. All right, actually, I think this is the one. Wayne Ferris and Kevin Sullivan are still the Southern Tag Team Champions, defeating Steve Kern and Dutch Mantel in disqualification and other wrestling before last night's crowd of 
5,500 at the Mid-South Coliseum. The Dream Machine joined Jerry Lawler to withstand a challenge from Jimmy Hart and the Nightmares. Coco Ware fell victim to Chick Donovan. Mr. Onita prevailed against Tim Leonard. Sonny King dispatched Jim Dalton. And Plowboy Frazier victimized Tojo Yamamoto. Victimized. Ooh, that's not. Sounds not good. Yeah. 5,500. You got anything else you want to go through, Mike? Uh, I believe that's all I've got. All right. Well, as we like to end, Joseph, or Joseph, wow, I don't know who <laughs> Where's Joseph that kid is. been? George, <laughs> go ahead and uh, give the Superstar of the Week. As we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, Mike, I ask you, who is your? Superstar of the Week. <laughs> uh, I'll go Shinsuke. Okay. Good right. match. It's I know who you're going to go with. Who am I going to go with? Tell me who you think I'm going to go with. Dustin, five star. Well, besides Dustin, five star. <laughs> of course, Dustin, five star. Because I'm star also going week. with Dustin, five star because I totally believe that he should be the Global he Force should be Champion the Global right now. I, I agree. I, I watched I agree. the match, and that ref was really stale. <sighs> Could have been a world champion. Bureaucracy of referees. Yeah. And I don't know why Mickey James stuck her nose in the business either. Yeah, well, Mickey Maria is not a wrestler. She's a classy lady just trying to help her husband. Yeah, with his, everything else going on in the wrestling world. Mickey comes out, tackles her, and I was highly upset. I, I was. I, I'm glad I wasn't there because I may have intervened. Uh, George says his superstar of the week is Sasha Banks for not going off about this BS booking. <laughs> I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Uh, for me, I think I'm going to go Chris Jericho this week. Okay. Uh, just him standing on the end of the rope. Have you seen what he's or on the top of the ladder? Yeah. Have you seen what he's doing now with all these people that keep photoshopping stuff? I've he, seen the photoshop. Yeah, he yeah. keeps retweeting them because he loves them. Like yeah. the one with his legs crossed was great. <laughs> the one with him, I guess it was him going into the thumbtacks. Yeah. That was that was the water slide was really yeah. funny. <laughs> Well, that's it for this week, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes. While you're there, leave us a five-star review and a comment there that helps with our rating inside of iTunes. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast. I am at Derek Oversell, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. At WolfMike23. Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. And then check out oversellpodcast.com and check out the Amazon link right underneath the main player. There's no extra fees. There's no hidden fees. We just get a small commission on anything made through that Amazon link. And that money goes back to this podcast, gets more equipment, you know, any software we need to get or anything like that. Just go shop on Amazon like you're going <laughs> to do. T-shirts that we need. I need to buy a t-shirt from <laughs> Dustin Star. I'm, I feel like a jerk for saying that. Um, but yes, Go check out Amazon.com or go to OversellPodcast.com and uh, check check uh, out the Amazon link. George says, follow me at CrunkBuck41 and buy Sasha merchandise to put her over. That's great advice. That's Yes. So, well, that's it for this week. You've been listening to the Oversell Podcast. <laughs>